If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the family with. That's Brant Bernard Rasmussen. <laughs> Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant Bernard. And Mike Bryant. And of course, on the horn, Joe waiting to talk to Kostaki Economopolis. And it's all up next after this word from Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Brian. What should we talk about? You suing people. Me suing people. We do sue people who just right now can't go to court. Um, the courts just added a mass mandate again. So when we're going to get to trial on cases, I don't know. So, really? You think it's going to be delayed again? Uh, it's, the backlog uh. is incredible in places. And what's unfortunate about the reversal with the going back to mass mandates is they were starting to open up and using all the courtrooms or more of the courtrooms, and now they're going back down again. So I don't know. We had a trial that was set for first week in September. They got bumped to May. So oh, can't they hire God. more judges? But it, it without without the ability to get them in the courtroom, the, the, it's a it's a, a um, space issue more than anything. Can't they do um, it on Zoom? Uh, I wouldn't want a jury on Zoom. No, I mean, why not? Because you'd watch them go to the bathroom and drink, and then you'd have husbands and wives participating in the verdict. Yeah, people would be watching <laughs> that aren't supposed to be watching. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, well, normal. you could have open courtrooms. I mean, so people could watch. It's just that if a juror was there, they could have other people there helping to make the decision. So you'd be who knows who'd be making the decision yeah so so you could do so court you can't trials. trust people is what you're saying well <laughs> you, you could do court trials if it was just with the yeah. uh, with the bench but as far as doing them with the uh with the jury with the jury would be hard so bradshaw and brian <laughs> <laughs> i almost got walzer issue on that yeah you <laughs> did man so kind of tommy how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we are. Joe from Louisville is with us. How's the weather in Louisville now, Joe? Is Joe still there? Yeah. Oh, Joe. Joseph. Apparently he's not. Yes. Oh, there he is. He is. So what's the, weather, what's the weather like in Louisville, man? Hot. It's still really hot. It was it's been, nice for the past week and a half, but now it's getting hot and humid again. Hmm. Hey, you've had a very hot summer, haven't you? Oh, yeah, we always do. Yeah, it is. That's true. It's very, very hot down there. We were right next door to you last weekend, uh, or two weekends ago, I guess it was now, over in Asheville, North Carolina, man. That's a beautiful area, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like Minnesota with mountains. That's that's usually the way it is down there, Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, well, no, there's the Smokies, there's the Blue Ridge, and there's the Appalachians. How do you know which one you're in? You don't. Yeah, yeah you just don't. You just go from mountain to mountain, that's it. Use a map. It is beautiful. <laughs> Although that, what is it called, the Pisgah? Pisgah. Pisgah. Pisgah Mountain is the one that, uh, what's his face, owned Vanderbilt. He owns a mountain? I mean, he owned a mountain. Wow. He still owns the mountain. They still own the mountain, Yeah, you right? can see it from the Biltmore that he built. Wow. Yeah. At one time, Michael, the Biltmore property was 250,000 acres. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that the entire state of North Carolina? It's big. <clears throat> I that mean, is big. And then it got down to a buck and a quarter because they gave the government like 100,000 acres. I sold it to the government. Or sold it to the yeah, government. Yeah, I doubt they gave it. it. Those, yeah, they didn't give <laughs> it. Those weren't givers. They were not givers. You're absolutely no. right. But I think it's now down, the, the, the residence in the hotel itself is down to what, like 8,000 acres, something like that? Yeah, only 8,000 so acres. only 8,000 acres. Wow. But, God, Joe, what did you think of my story about the guy? I said, hey, this house reminds me a lot where I grew up. Did you hear that one? I don't think so. <laughs> so we're at Catherine and I are in line. There's an old guy, older guy from New York behind us. And we're going through the, the – it's the largest house in America. It's 165 or 185,000 square feet, something like that, the house. And I turn around and look at the guy behind me, this older guy from New York, and I go, God, this is really weird. And he goes, why? What's weird? I said – Reminds me of the house I grew up in. And he goes, well, then you must have grown up in prison. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great line, I thought. But, yeah, that's a hell of a you got You're pretty damn lucky down there, Joe, because that's a beautiful area where you go to Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina. I love that area. Well, sure, but then you had people and you're screwed. 
<laughs> people, people screw everything up. You got people. How is it living in, in Louisville? Is it, is it a completely different? Well, first of all, you don't have that Minnesota fake nice deal. There's that. Um, people basically leave you the hell alone. They don't stick your, their nose in your business. Yeah. If they want, if you want, if, if they're going to know what your business is, you're going to tell them. They ain't going to get all up and they're going, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Who are you pissing off? Why are you pissing me off? They just leave you alone. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, man. I think I could someday join that club again. Just leave me alone for Christ's sake. Come on down. I don't know for you. No, I, I seriously, I, I love that whole area. I used to drive, uh, well, we still do once in a while. Kath and I drove down last year from Minneapolis down to uh, Florida for vacation, went through that whole area. That is, a, I do love that area. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> no question. So what do you... uh, well, there was one time I went home for uh, the summer, and my dad asked me if it was more humid up, up in Minnesota it was more humid down here. I said, definitely Minnesota. Uh, then I got back down here, and I remembered, wait a minute, no. It's more humid here simply because we've got a river that is the border to the northern part of the city. And why does that make it more humid? Because wouldn't the Mississippi make it just as humid here? Well, yeah, but it spread out more. we got oh. the northern, we're like 20 minutes. If that, from the Ohio River, it doesn't get as hot in Minnesota as it does here. Right, right, that's true. The heat evaporates the water, the water stays in the air, there's humidity. Lots and of I've heat. seen it sunny as hell out here, and storms. I'm talking full-blown thunderstorms, no clouds. What? Yeah, that happens down south. Yeah. Not so much up here. No, well, yeah. well, explain that to me. Wait, so if there, how does it thunderstorm if there are no clouds? It's just the water in the air, isn't it? I don't know. Honestly. Yeah. I think it's a product of the water Jeez. in the air. Good so. God. I've yeah. seen it happen. It's weird the first time you see that. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it happen in oh, Florida. Oh, it was, believe me. Oh. I was sitting on my couch looking out the window, and the next thing I know, it's pouring out. I'm going, how does that happen? Yeah. Sun showers. The sun's still out. Yeah, sun showers, yeah. Oh, Rhode Island used to get days that were like there was this water in the air. Mm-hmm. You're like walking through blankets of water. Oh, really? You know, it just gets so humid. Yeah. So there you have it. Let me know when Kostaki's ready. Are you? Put Joe down, call Kostaki, and then I'll put you back up. All right. Otherwise, we're going to be All hearing right. the uh, phone beeping sound. There you have it, Good ladies idea. and gentlemen. I'm glad to hear it. Assuming I can. Find his number. So has anybody got a, one of these PPP uh, payments? They, they're going to get... Who gets the money? Is there another one coming? They said it starts today. No, it's the, is that PPP or well, is that something different? I don't know different? what it is. I think is that, it's probably different. something different. But, yeah. but who gets those checks? I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was businesses, but I don't know for sure. So not us again? No. Everybody but us? Is that what you're saying? I took part in the PPP. I so took, did you, yeah, didn't we, you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. But then I gave the money away to... to well, see, I did. I didn't keep the money. Well, no, some people, <laughs> I think, did. Man. Well, uh, yeah, they'll have issues with trying to get it forgiven, but I used it for people. So Another one of my favorite parts right. is I got, got the money from them. I got the money from them and actually gave away more Kostaki. money. So did the NFL start yesterday or did it start on <laughs> Thursday? 
Oh, I didn't see any Thursday game. Oh, Thursday you missed game? that Thursday game. Do you want me to recap it for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it's in my soul. I got it. All right, tell everybody what you guys are talking about. Let's go. Uh, Mr. Brady uh, came out with a big starting game, and Gronk had two touchdowns, did, and yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was a, Actually, Dallas played them real tough. Yeah, well, the Dallas offense is great. They yep. just don't have a good enough defense. Um, but yes, of course, Tom Brady looked great. And there was an ad during the game for Keanu Reeves and the Matrix. I'm like, yep. what year is it? What? <laughs> That's true. What? The Matrix? Yeah. They doing that again? Yeah. Well, Brady yeah. actually says what? with that knee surgery, he feels better than he has in years. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. I mean, what's what's going to slow down this Bucks team? you got to pray that Antonio Brown punches the coach and... Tom Brady slips on an avocado peel and falls down the stairs. It's our only hope. (laughs) When when Brown's helmet came off and he was yelling, I wonder, one, if it was was something you could make out, and two, if it made any sense. I didn't catch it. No. He he just was yelling. Who knows? You couldn't hear it because it was out in the field, but I was just wondering, I wonder what the odds are on that making sense. <laughs> like that guy, but he's still good on the he's, field. I mean, he's, he's amazing. You know, he, he played. He played great. Uh, Cowboys kicker had a tough night. Zerline oh, would be kicking himself right now, but yeah. he keeps missing wide left. Oh, he had a bad. He what? He missed two field goals and an extra point right off the bat. So, oh god. Uh, yeah, he's coming off a surgery and he's been rusty and. He's a good kicker when everything's right, but it's it's definitely not right right now. But so, the big news for the Cowboys is Dak looks great. I mean, he, did, he did look really good. So did you see the parade I'm of flags yesterday? No, what's that? Uh, that was like the first five or six plays for the Vikings yesterday. They it, they oh, were okay. offsides ah. or they were. Uh, I, I think they had a couple holds. It was scary how many how many flags they got yesterday. <laughs> they had seventeen penalties. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about some 9-11 ceremony. <laughs> yeah. No, you no, talking about the no. Vikings penalties? No. <laughs> it was the parade of flags. <laughs> the parade of flags. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'd be a good nickname for the team. That's yep. great. Uh, all four of the teams in that division lost. They did. Right? Yep, all four of them. And Detroit did its typical, we almost won it game. The Packers right. They were kind crushed. of in it at the end. Yeah, Packers look horrible. I didn't think the <laughs> NFC North was supposed to get cold till November. What's <laughs> happening up there? What the hell's wrong with Andy? Is that quarterback over at Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers is he Well, he done? can't play oh, defense. That quarterback, that quarterback, Alvin Kamara. They scored ever. three points. Yeah, but he he can't play defense. That defense was horrible. It's, yeah, yesterday. that defense is terrible. Defense. Was it thirty-eight to three? Oh my yep. goodness! Yep. Yep. <laughs> because of the hurricane, Green Bay played the Saints in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, can the Packers classify their performance as hurricane relief? Thank <laughs> you, Aaron. Great that, to be here. <laughs> Yeah, the Red Cross is on a white flag. I don't know. That, that, that game was embarrassing. <laughs> Rogers had to call his State Farm agent and ask if he was insured for an ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a good thing Aaron spent some time getting his head straight this summer. What was he doing? Yeah. He spent the whole offseason asking for more weapons. Now I'm worried he's going to use one on himself. <laughs> it was pretty rough, man. 
Yeah, that was he not was good. Pretty whiny. Karen Rogers, I think, is a funny nickname. Karen. Why oh, Karen? Why, oh, why you wish you made more money and don't like your manager? Well, mm-hmm. welcome to life, jackass. That's what everything is. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has that. Exactly. Rogers said, quote, we were probably a little too high on ourselves. 38 to 3. Leave off the on ourselves. We were probably a little too high. Yeah. Rogers played as well as he expected Jeopardy host to play football. <laughs> wow. See, very good. LeVar Burton would have done a better job. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, Green Bay fans Aaron's calling for LeVar. Aaron's not the first guy with a mullet to look bad in Jacksonville. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> it was like a spring break game. A Wisconsin guy with a mullet had an embarrassing weekend in Florida. You know, it happened. But, um, uh, he was outscored by Jameis Winston five touchdowns to zero. Yeah. Oh, goodness. How Jameis is... was ready. You know, as a Buccaneer for years, he has been throwing touchdowns to Saints players for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, True. He's done his homework. Uh, what else? We had Tua versus Mac Jones, the first ever yep. Bama versus Bama showdown. Yeah. Uh, it's the first one that didn't involve a shotgun, lottery tickets, and Cookie Monster pajamas. Uh, <laughs> can you have a Bama showdown if it didn't happen in a Waffle House parking lot? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> uh, Raheem Mostert, San Francisco running back, hurt on the second play. This guy is always hurt. He should have to change his name to Raheem Most Hurt. Most Hurt. This guy, he's always he's always broken. Glass Christmas ornaments were like, come on, man. How about Baltimore losing their whole backfield before the game even started? What? Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they, in practice. They, they lost two running backs in back-to-back plays. Jesus. They lost three of their running backs to season-ending injuries in 12 days. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. amazing. But weren't two of them back-to-back in practice? The practice this week was uh, was Gus Edwards and uh, cornerback. They lost them oh, on back-to-back Oh, it's a cornerback. Okay. okay. Torn ACLs on back-to-back like, practices, and they canceled practice immediately after that. They're using the Timberwolves <laughs> trainers, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. I think his best. I've got Raheem Mostert on a couple of fantasy teams, and he's he's. Uh, it's just, it's crazy how much this guy gets hurt. A teenager's phone screen was booing him for being <laughs> fragile. <laughs> uh, a three dollar s- umbrella got pissed at him. You know, just you start him off on IR. A spider web. A butterfly wing, a layer of baklava. I was like, dude, get it <laughs> layer together. Of oh, he got to his baklava. Every week it's the baklava. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You see? It's very fragile, you see? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Vegas wedding vows are broken less often than Raheem Mostert. Uh, <laughs> a, Mc, a McDonald's shake machine was like, come on, man. McDonald's <laughs> shake machine. Two year old boys. Losing their virginity stay in the game longer than Raheem Mostert. Wow. <laughs> he gets hurt more than Aaron Rodgers' feelings. This guy. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> He's killing himself. Uh, <laughs> he starts I laughing He's killing himself. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, Steelers surprised the Bills. Bills fans haven't been this disappointed since 
No, they've definitely been this disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> They're totally comfortable with that situation. Now, we see this all over the NFL, and I like the idea, but I did giggle when I saw the Panthers' end zone said end racism. Like, uh, you barely could stop the New York Jets. How are you going to end racism? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good people. argument. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stafford looked good in Los Angeles. He That's did. a rare breed. Someone looks better in L.A. than Michigan. That's pretty That's pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine texted me, an Eagles fan friend of mine. The Eagles destroyed the Falcons, by the way. Yeah, they did. Uh, and my Eagles fan texted me uh, right after the game. He said, the Eagles look good. When are the Falcons playing? Like, oh, <laughs> Oops. I, hate, I hate you. I hate you. The good news is I watched the Falcons on NFL Red Zone, so I didn't see them you at all. Them. <laughs> they never showed up once. Are they going to be that bad this season, you think? I, I really didn't think so until this game. But yeah. they couldn't score against the Eagles, which is like the 30th best defense in the NFL, something crazy. I I don't know. I guess. I guess they're going to be terrible. Yeah. I guess. That's what we're seeing. At least, at least the Falcons figured out how to avoid the inevitable fourth quarter collapse. Just be terrible <laughs> Just for collapse. the first three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. It, the Afghan army put up more resistance than the Falcon defense. <laughs> God. He's working it hard today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's probably the closer. That was I should a good probably one. leave on that yeah. one. If I can get Catherine to laugh at yeah. football That was a very good one. I'm done. <laughs> I think she was laughing earlier, but her headset went flying across the room. Yeah, yeah. Jude, Jude leapt off my lap and took my headphones with him. <clears throat> Jude's been very odd today. Yes. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Funny. Did Joe have anything for Kasaki? Is Joe still on? He's on. Know. I'm still here. Did you have Joe, something you... for Kostaki? Huh? Did you have something for Kostaki, or are you just listening in? What's happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, and uh, he, he basically slammed his own falcons for me. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, um, yeah. Well, that is true. He, he and I have been kind of going back and forth. Um, yep. Well, it's like the, if he's, I make fun of me first. Down here at the end of the month. Say again? The comedian's union requires that I do at least seven Falcons jokes mm-hmm. per second. <laughs> yeah. So how much they, how much they suck. Yeah, Joe, I'll see you in, oh. what, what is it, five weeks from now? Something that's soon. Three weeks? Uh, at the end of the month, brother. You're going to be in Couple Louisville. Weeks. Yeah, man. You're going to play at the yeah, Chuckle uh, House. <laughs> the, the last time he was here, they said they canceled and said that if you hang on to your t- you can either hang on to your tickets or get a refund. Oh, yeah, that's right. So the next time he's here, and I asked him, I said, what's going on? He said, well, you'd have to ask the club. So I went to ask the club, you know, between, and by that time, I said, you know, by the time you get down here, we should know how bad the Vikings suck. He laughed and said, see, also Falcons. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah, that's right. thirty-two to right. three against I was the right fucking about Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, my subconscious? Joe? <laughs> I already know. I saw this game. <laughs> Joe's easy to spot. He's the only guy in Kentucky wearing shorts and a and a Vikings jersey. Yeah, mm. I'm sure there's not <laughs> a lot of Vikings jerseys <laughs> down there. Oh, well, there is. Yeah, he corrects hat. <laughs> we don't have, they don't have professional sports here, so they kind of spread out. That's true, I suppose. Um, most most people 
like the Cincinnati Bengals because it's like an hour and a yeah, half away. Right. Oh, okay. That and makes sense. The Louisville Bats is the uh, minor league team of the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Well, like isn't the, the Cincinnati Airport? Is the isn't, the, what's that? isn't the Cincinnati Airport in Kentucky? Yeah, Lexington. Yeah. It's like crazy. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right. I think it's right on the yeah. border. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's You've, one of those weird of things where they where the the local uh politicians like got the word Kentucky in the name of the airport. It's yeah. one of those like Cincinnati and Greater Kentucky area, you know. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> so you gotta remember this is Moonshine County country, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think any I don't think people were thinking too clearly then. We were just talking about moonshine earlier before the show. You were? Oh, yeah. Alex's yeah. moonshine. Yeah, Alex, Alex drinks out of a ball. A mason jar. Mason jar. So. Although the, she drinks water out of a mason jar, so. It always looks like she's. Everyone's always like, hmm. Although the greatest chicken fingers ever at Churchill Downs. Oh, Churchill Downs, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They have a chicken stand there that's unbelievable. Huh. used to have the greatest in stadium announcer I've ever heard there. Me. I've got a story that involves <laughs> moonshine. Oh. About 20 years ago, I was dating a big shot comedian from New York City. I remember that. Was that when no, you were dating let me Louis? Say. <laughs> you were, yes. Was that when you were dating Louie? Is that when it was? Yeah. <laughs> that, he just starts laughing. God. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Louie's character on the, on the show is vaguely, you know. Um, uh, yeah, so she came to visit Atlanta uh, and my buddies for the first time. And my buddies are a bunch of smart dudes, and they're cool. Uh, there's a lawyer and some and some very successful businessmen, but they are they do have a tinge of southernness about them. And we pull up to a uh, to a pig roast. It's a barbecue that we go to with my buddies. And one of my buddies, his truck got stuck in the mud. And another one of my drunken friends is pushing it out of the mud with no shirt on. Mm. And, and, his, and his chest gets covered with mud. And he comes over to greet me and my, my fancy pants girlfriend. Later in the day, uh, my two friends were talking about going to the Okefenokee Swamp to see alligators for one of their vacations. And, uh, and another one of my friends pulled out some homemade moonshine from his... Uh, <laughs> from his jacket at the wedding. I'm like, come on, guys. Give me some hope with this girl. <laughs> You're making me look like a redneck here. Wow. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, she may have been in studio at KQ when I found out you kids didn't date anymore, mm. if you know what I'm saying. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That didn't work out. I don't think I can blame my friends for that one, but uh, that relationship did not pan out. <laughs> what are you going to do? You can only do your best, right? You can only do your best. That's right. <laughs> All right. We got to take a break. Kostaki, what do you got cooking? I'm actually driving across Iowa. Um, I am happy, so happy to be on the road. Comics always say they're happy to be here when they do shows, but I have a toddler and I've been home for a year and a half. I'm so happy. <laughs> That's real. Where nice. are you in Iowa? I am. I'm doing. Uh, I did Davenport last night. I'm doing Fort Dodge tonight. Nice. I'm doing nine nights 
nine shows, nine cities in a row. It's really fun. I'm, I'm going all over Indiana, Wisconsin. I'm having a blast. Very good. Very and nice. To and it's all driving, huh? Yeah, I flew in once, and I'm driving a car around for nine nine days. Yeah, it's fun. Unbelievable. So actually, uh, I'll be home when I talk to you guys next Monday after the uh, Vikings and Falcons embarrass us for another round. There you go. All right, boys. <laughs> well, both of you behave down there in Louisville, down there in – where are you, in Atlanta? No, you're in L.A., aren't you? No, he's in Iowa. I'm in L.A. normally, but uh, Iowa Oh, it's in today. Iowa. That's right. You yeah. did say you're driving through Iowa. All right, both of you behave. Yeah, yeah. We'll right. do. We'll do. Thanks, Tom. Thanks a lot. We'll take guys. care, Kostagi. We'll be back. Tom here for all my friends at Profile. We are running out of summer and rolling into fall. Kids are back in school, and now it's time to finally do something for yourself. So maybe you're thinking it's time to get back on track with your health. Well, Profile can really help you out. Profile has a variety of plans to fit any budget, and Profile really works. I've been on the program for over six months. I've lost a ton of weight. I feel so good right now, and it's time for me to maintain taking all that weight off. You know what I'm talking about. Danette, my personal coach, will help me maintain my weight loss. She has so far done a great job. Profile has helped me and can help you too. So what are you waiting for? Set up an absolutely free, no-obligation consultation today, and you will be glad you did. Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities for more details. In fact, use promo code Tom Barnard and save 100 bucks off your Profile membership. What a deal. Check out ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. That's ProfilePlan.com. Hey, I just got out of the meeting. I can't even tell you how different it was from what I expected. Well, you know, I'm uncomfortable interviewing in the first place, but I didn't feel that way there. Everything they said made sense to me. Yeah, and Priority is the largest same-day delivery company in the Twin Cities. And after all these years of doing it for someone else, I'm ready to be part of something bigger. A job? That's what I have now. You know I need more. Driving is what I do, and Priority Courier Experts is where I want to do it now. I know, and that's the best thing about it. I could never afford to buy a truck like that on my own. But tomorrow, because they believe in my skills, I'm taking out the first brand new truck that I'm going to own on the last payment. I can't wait to be in their fleet. I can't wait to be the next expert on the road. After 20 years of driving side-by-side on the road with these guys, of course I'm excited. And all I did was check out Priority.com. Easy. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. I do think we're going to have to do something about our education system in America. Again, let's go back to teachers instead of educators. How about that? That'd be good. Now we've got a a black woman who's a Syracuse assistant professor. So college. And she says uh, the Syracuse assistant professor is disturbed by how many white pundits still talk about 9-11 Academic calls 9-11 an attack on the heteropatriarchal capitalistic systems that America relies upon to wrangle other countries into passivity. What? Sounds pretty crazy. I have a question for you. I'm not understanding or following this at all. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about me. But if I disliked a country that much, I'd leave. Yeah. Yeah, For real. I don't get it. If you don't like it here, why do you live here? Go to Portugal. It's wonderful. What's the white pundits at the beginning have to do with it? I, I, I... I don't agree with it, but I understand the position on the, the what the attack was, because that's kind of the theory on the attack. But, <clears throat> but, but 
What's the white pundits got to do with it? Syracuse University oh. assistant professor. Oh, she's an assistant professor. She's not even a professor. Yeah. Jen M. Jackson uh, became the latest pundit to tweet an unpopular talk about, take, take, excuse me, about 9-11 over the weekend by asking why so many white pundits still talk about the terror attack 20 years later. One of those she singled out was Andy Carr, the former president George W. Bush's chief of staff, who first told the commander-in-chief that America was under attack. It's 20 years since 9-11, and I'm still really disturbed by how many white pundits are correspondents talking about it. Well, Jackson. But that, that's who was there. Exactly. I mean, that's who's a part of it. I mean, I don't... Is he calling for a different reading of what happened? I just saw something that's going to be... I'm, so. I hope you laugh as hard as I did just now reading this. It's 20 years since 9-11. I'm still really disturbed by how many white pundits and correspondents talk about it. Jackson, who was also a contributor to Teen Vogue. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, there was just a high school that was going oh. to do a 9-11 tribute, but the somebody in the school decided that they couldn't do it because wearing red, white, and blue would be offensive to mm. some of the students. Well, then leave. <laughs> Yeah. We have gotten to the point now, you don't like it, you should go. I, I would. If I hated America, I would not live here. There's no way. If I hated Canada, I wouldn't live there. You know? yeah. I don't get it. If you don't, if you don't like it, then go where you like it. You know, the narcissism of going to a country and then getting upset with them for having a flag. Yeah, how ridiculous is that? I just I read some article. I was trying to find it. The college entrances for men men are like way down. They're, they're bottom like almost fifteen percent yeah. again yeah. this year. Yeah, they are. It's getting to be to the point where the college, educational system is going to be r- r- real different. College enrollment is going down by hundreds of thousands, if not a well, million it's a year. It, well, it's and men hard especially right now with with. Uh, Distance learning and oh, it's and been going down, been going down for, for men for quite some time. Yeah. And but lately, it's been a bigger deal because it's different. It's yeah. a different thing. Oh, you might as well stay at home and read a book. I, well, you know? I agree with that. You don't really have the college experience, do you? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Well, meanwhile, exist. this is the year that I'm finishing my degree mm-hmm. because I don't have to go anywhere. Right, no, that's true. It works better for college experience. College experience, my ass. Well, that all depends if you're into athletics or something that you need other people to well, do. I am into like athletics. Put in, uh, put, put on a play. I would, can't very, do that by I'm yourself. I'm very glad I went to college. Right. I don't use my degree in the technical sense of the term, but I am very glad that I went and I had a great experience and learned a lot of valuable things. And I wish I had never gone. But. Yeah. Nice balance. Well, but Andy <laughs> exactly. and I are average amount, and there you go. You got pretty middle much of the road. opposite in almost every way. Oh, I so. hated school. I, I literally <laughs> way. Well, it's like I didn't <laughs> accomplish anything. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of money. Ninth grade, and it wasn't you know any specific particular thing. But in ninth grade, I went from I was uh, St. Joe's until sixth grade, then St. Anne's seventh and eighth grade. Then I went to public school for ninth grade, and they taught what I was already learning. I already learned in fifth grade. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the math. It absolutely. It was just. It was horrendous, and I literally. That's when I decided there's no way I'm going to make it through. These people are not that bright. Well, mm-hmm. it's interesting how the smaller class sizes do much better. Well, yes, they I mean do, they just yeah. do, and you they keep do. on smashing 35, 40 kids in a room, and mm-hmm. you're just not going to get. A good education because they're just going to well, but you get more they, funding the more kids are in the classroom well now. we have a lot of issues in at the educational system now we've got you know kids that speak i don't even know how many different languages and everyone has to be uh, administered to and the costs of that are really mm-hmm. high and yet we still don't 
have a program so that ki kids can catch up in English through the summer months, nope. which is stupid. Well, because trying to teach them English is racist and imperialist. Well, you want somebody to do well in a community, they have to speak the language, and that's mm. all there is to it. People think that, I don't know, they live in a fantasy world where you cannot speak the native language and still do well. But that's not, you know. No, if I moved to a country where they didn't speak English, the first thing I would do is learn their language because it's so important to oh, do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No question about it. There's no doubt about it. You know, i got to read this one paragraph remaining in this story because uh, that uh, Jen M. Jackson. It's 20 years since 9-11, and I'm still really disturbed by how many white pundits and correspondents talk about Jackson, who is a contributor to Teen Vogue. According to her Twitter bio tweeted, I'm watching Andy Card and former Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson on MSNBC. Card just said that 9-11 was the first time that Americans ever felt fear. He said that it was uh, the last morning we woke well, up without funny. fear, and the terrorists succeeded in introducing us to fear. He he didn't really say that, did he? Yeah. No, well, that is a dumb thing to say. That's really, stupid. the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Cold War, the World, World War Two, World War One, yeah, the Korean conflict. The Vietnam. question is, is, it coming to our shores? I mean, oh, Pearl, yeah, it's different. The, the issue for a number of people were, you know, Pearl Harbor was close, but. But for a group of people, it was the first time they ever felt like we were under under attack here ourselves. And so yeah. I think there were people that believed that was the first time we ever had to face suddenly. Well, security changed yeah. overnight. It I mean, did. it You're went right. from, you know, being not that much to suddenly like, wow, yeah, we suddenly have security. True. But, and we saw machine guns in airports and, you know, things that, yeah. that, you know, they live with day to day. Now, her... I would believe her issue is is that there's groups of people in the country that have felt fear and felt That's issues because exactly right. of things that have happened. So, but the idea of, of Card talking, Card was there. Who yes. else was going to talk about exactly. it? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you ought to see the attitude on this woman. Oh my God! It said it says her T-shirt says Flint still doesn't have clean oh, water. water. Yeah, yeah, she's still yeah she's got an attitude on her face like I, I hate even talking to you. This woman's a massive pain in the ass. There's no question about it. Well. I don't know. I, I just don't understand that this. I I really don't understand how you could hate everyone who has a different skin color than you do. And I don't give a rat's ass what your skin color is. How do you end up hating everyone who doesn't look like you? Isn't that a little arrogant? It's called narcissism. It's narcissism. That's exactly right. White people did it to black people. Black people do it to white people. Brown, Asian, whatever you got. I don't like you because of your skin color. What the hell would I possibly give a rat's ass about your skin color? Who cares? Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Do we have that many people care about skin color anymore? May I must, I guess. Yeah, sure. They're certainly using people. it to benefit a lot of things. I just, I don't care who you are or what you are. It all works. What the hell is this? Kamala Harris questioned after announcing steps for protecting the vaccinated. Doesn't the vax do that? Oh, in Biden's thing last what? week, he said, we need to vaccinate the unvaccinated to protect the vaccinated. Yeah, sounds like the vaccine works really well then. Okay. I'm not sure what that means either. I, I don't understand yeah. any of it. Yeah. Well, it's because no one knows what, if it works, if it doesn't work, who it works for. They're just saying random things and hoping they're right in the future. I just think that they should just start telling the truth. Like, we don't know everything about this. Yeah. Instead of saying, it's, if you get yeah. the vaccination, you're done. Yep. It's done. But now you're not done. Sorry. Yeah, Turns they just out. keep moving the goalposts, and that's what just makes people crazy. Well, well that's so they're, as I was going to talk about earlier, that I was like, I have oh, an interesting, interesting story. Interesting story. Uh, 
Um, we circled back. We circled back <laughs> to my well interest. Hey, oh, I want to say one more thing before you do this. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, i got to throw this in because it's important. get to my story. New paper in Lancet. Most around the world don't need the boosters. International Review says they're not necessary. So now here comes that news today that this booster thing just might be a way to make money. I'm not saying it is. I've been flip-flopping on the booster for the past six months. Good God, could we just dial it in? Anyway, you're up, Alex. Anyway. Oh, wait a minute. Let me say one. Yeah. Sorry. Do you think baklava with honey is (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. How do you feel about baklava? Um, So there is a news channel in Detroit. WXYZ. Sure. Channel 7. Yeah. They posted on their Facebook page... Um, if you knew anyone unvaccinated in the hospital, I think it was, I had it pulled up and of course we waited so long. Oh, we waited so long. Why weren't you prepared when we turned the floor over to you? Why weren't you prepared is what I'd like to know. Um, Okay, here it is. Okay, after the vaccines are available to everyone, did you lose an unvaccinated loved one to COVID-19? If you're willing to share your family's story, please DM us your contact information. We may reach out for a story we're working on. And then there are 45,000 comments. Jesus. Every single one that I've read is about somebody who lost a loved one within days of being vaccinated or who had knows someone or is someone that got the vaccine and had a horrible reaction to it or lost a limb because of it or had an aneurysm or a heart attack or something like that or somebody that had a an unvaccinated relative or someone that was in the hospital that was unvaccinated that they would not give care to because they were unvaccinated. Can they do that? I mean, technically, I think they're allowed to refuse treatment to anyone they want. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's, I spent an hour yesterday when the kids were napping just reading these because a friend sent it to me and I was just like. How can they tell looking at you if you're unvaccinated or not? No, they tell, it's in your medical file. If you go to the hospital, you're vaccinated. It is? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep. So yeah, it's, it was, it's interesting. There's just. This this whole, the whole story about people who die right after they've been vaccinated, I, uh, I wonder what the numbers are on that because I've heard that a number of times. Well, but there's no the problem with it is there's really no way of knowing because a lot of these there are a bunch of these people that's like my dad was perfectly healthy, you know, 55 mm-hmm. years old, got vaccinated, just had a heart attack and died two days after the vaccine, and they're not going and. There are a bunch of people that are like, no one at the hospital would report it as being connected with the vaccine. No, they would never. And there is a place called VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, where you are supposed to, a family can do it, medical professionals can do it, say, like, when you got a vaccine, what reaction you had, blah, blah, blah. And they have a big report on the VAERS website about bad reactions and stuff like that but not everybody does it and a lot of places are like no that doesn't line up it doesn't that the hard thing about the reaction situation and dying after you had the vaccine is there's no unless you do like a crazy autopsy situation there's a very little 
proof to actually be like, this is what did it. Yeah. You know, because people have heart attacks but, and but die I, all the time. I, I know lots and lots and lots of people have been vaccinated, and I can't even think of somebody that, you know, that died right after. Well, that, yeah, but I so know. So I, I, I just wonder what that number and where it is. And, yeah. You know, but I'm I not saying it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, if it was huge, it seems like you'd see that right. with more regularity. I've seen a lot of people get get COVID. No, a number of people got COVID who were who were vaccinated that got it after and didn't get it as bad. I've seen a lot of people that have had reactions to getting the COVID shot. So I've seen all examples of that. And, yeah. And in what I do, I end up with clients that have relatives or we see that. But I can't even think of anybody that I know or, or I haven't seen anybody that got vaccinated and then died right after for whatever reason. Yeah. But, you know, I don't keep track of everybody's vaccination yeah most of the most of the stories are like horrible reactions reactions to it Mm -hmm. there are quite a few though that they're like died within a day (laughs) uh went into shock we have to you know that kind of stuff but um yeah, there's. It's unbelievable how many stories there are. We and won't know the true numbers for a decade. No, no, oh, and we probably will we, we yeah. not ever. No, we're never going to yeah. know the numbers because if they don't, because there is no perfect way of being like, oh, you got the vaccine, this caused your heart attack, you died, well, this, it was the vaccine, you yeah. know? Because there's yeah. no. I know somebody whose daughter, a baby, was got her just regular round of you know, puppy shots, as they call them. And her daughter the next day, she went to bed, didn't wake up the next morning. And they're like, mm. oh, it's SIDS. And she's like, she just got, like, five vaccines the day before. Yeah, and they're like, well, it's just SIDS. And so, and she has spent so much time, so much money, an unbelievable amount of energy to be like, they are what killed her. I'm telling you, they killed her. And no one will help her. No. There's been, like, tampered evidence mm. involved with a coroner. Like, yeah, it's been, like, a really crazy situation. And it's been, I think, two, three years. And there are some people, they're like, because yes, the absolutely. Pharma, but yeah, she can't, pharmaceutical like. Pharmaceutical companies have immunity. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Can't yeah. Get, yeah exactly. They're hard to... So it's like, oh, and there was a woman. Interesting. She... Her sister or friend works for one of the tra- tracking thing you call in, you know, like the COVID tracking mm-hmm. sites or whatever. And they are not allowed to ask if the person is vaccinated or unvaccinated. They're like, you cannot ask that. On the COVID and tracking? Like, yeah. And it's like, wouldn't that be important information to have? Well, the, I think the CDC is finally starting to think about studying um, people that have just gotten COVID and recovered without mm-hmm. being vaccinated to Me. see what that means i'm they never did any of it that I had but they i mean they should have been track i mean this is information that would help i would yeah. think vaccines and all that stuff to know yeah. if you're if you were naturally affected by the virus if you if your immunity stayed longer or shorter or is better or whatever yeah. they should this is something that you would think a scientist would want to know well, and they gonna, just are starting to think about doing this. We're right. in year two. Yeah. We're going to find we're going to find blood types or genetics that play a big role in this. Yeah, I'm I sure. Bet. I bet. There'll be certain people that probably were never at risk at all for whatever their background made it. Yeah, you know? we have a we have a ton of dead people though. You yeah, think I know. that they could extrapolate some numbers by now? Yeah, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just so I don't even know. And there's no 
So I've been trying to figure out if I had COVID in February of 2020. Did you take the antibody test? They're not reliable, though. I've done two of them, and they're like, well, it's if you had it a certain amount ago, they're really helpful. And if you can get a T-cell test, but that's like, I don't even know how you get that or what that is. You'd have to get a blood draw for that. Yeah. And I, I don't know where to get it or whatever. And I'm like, your doctor would have to order it for you. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe I'll ask when I have my next physical. I'm not sure. But your next wasp bite going my in. My next wasp bite yeah. interaction. But yeah, there. So it's the. I got one at Hy-Vee for like $25 and it came back negative. But then everything that I've read is it's like, oh, yeah, it's not super reliable. And it's only good if you had COVID within a certain amount of months afterwards for the cheap test. If I went to a doctor, I think, and yeah, got an all, antibody the test, only way it would to be know more is reliable. A T-cell test. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I just want to know because I have a friend whose husband has COVID currently and he has exactly what I had in February of 2020, like mm-hmm. to a T, except for mine was worse. And he is unvaccinated and he's now on the, he's over the hump. He's getting better. But when she was really sick, I was like, that's, yeah, I'm telling you, it's exactly what I had. And her, she and her kids had it two weeks after I had it and they're not getting it from mm-hmm. him. It's it's bizarre. People so it's in the like, same households. Yeah. It's like just there's, it's, I don't know. I know it's weird, but I'm like, you had exactly what I had two weeks after I had it, well, and is... now your husband has COVID, and I was telling her that it was COVID at the time. I'm like, you have COVID. I'm telling you, you have COVID. And now her but Isn't it acting hus- just like any other? I mean, most viruses are the same way. You always hear every year when flu or whatever, colds go through, half the family got it, one person in the family got it, everybody was together, yeah. other people didn't get it. This is just how these things work right yeah but if my friend and her kids did have covid two weeks after i was sick and her husband never got it and now her husband has covid and she and her kids aren't getting it and so i'm like and that was a year and a half ago so i'm like i just want to know did you give that lady covid I could have. Where you, you go, did. Alex? I, could, I bet you did. I could have. Nobody had heard COVID. of COVID it's somebody, when she had yeah, it. Well, the, I'd heard of COVID, but nobody was... The lady gets gets whole milk. She gets she, You slow down in front probably. of her. Now you're giving her Passive COVID. Passive aggressive COVID. I, True. <laughs> the same it, it just gets worse and worse, Alex. <laughs> One lady. We'll call he's building there. a case against you. Yeah, Don't exactly. give him he's any got, more information. He has a file on me. <laughs> Personal <laughs> injury of Karen. When I went in to get my vaccination, it literally took seconds to do. Once they figured out who you are. Yeah. Once you figured out Tom and Thomas are the same name. Oh, well, now they... That was the hardest part, was figuring out the Thomas and Tom. I just read a study that the Johnson & Johnson um, efficiency now is as low as 8%. 8? Yes. Really? Yeah. I can look. Didn't they take one off the market? Yeah, they did. Was it... which one one was, was off for a little while. When Johnson they, and Johnson yeah. was off for a little while because it was causing those women, yeah. women heart women problems. But well, I, I thought the young men yeah. with the uh, with the heart problems. That's mm-hmm. like myocarditis. Yeah, I just read it's another study that young men between the ages of twelve and eighteen, I think, are twice as likely to have twelve and eighteen okay. bad side effects from the vaccine than they are of COVID. What? You didn't have side effects, did you? It's not between no. 12 and 18. You're, yeah. you're not young at heart. You're not young at heart. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. Time <laughs> to wrap her up, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. It didn't have any effect on me. So what are you finding, Alex? Eight well, percent effective. I'm trying to. I you didn't get Johnson. Jo- you got Moderna, right? No, I got Johnson. And Johnson. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. it had the one and done. Yeah, I, so did I. Well, I was, I was, it was, I was in and out in 22 minutes. Boom. Oh, done. Me too, and I yeah. never had any reaction With to it at all. With a 15-minute hold time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where I watch people die around me, apparently. I, <laughs> They're all you know. okay, COVID-19 yeah. vaccine You should have got notes of people that were there it's to a, say, it's, I want to know who dies in this group. Yeah. CDC.gov. And they say what? So it's, let me roll down to, there's a whole situation. Oh, God. Well, you know, medical papers and stuff, it's always 50. How are you reading all this stuff, Alex, and not, like, diving into a deep depression because of it? I don't know. I just find data interesting, hmm. and it's all just so contradictory, and there's no really no, that. like, this is what's helpful or not, and so I'm just kind of like, I just think it's interesting. Okay. I, I wonder if something came forward that was completely helpful, what percentage of people would believe Actually, it? Actually, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. okay. Like, who would bring it? It would have to be brought in by, like, maybe a combination know. of, like, Jesus, True. Muhammad, and, yeah, you know, somebody. like a whole group of them, Buddha. Yeah. There's a group Gandhi of them come together and say, here's the deal. And yeah, we've like, all oh, read the that. research. Okay. Whatever it is. Among fully vaccinated patients, the proportion who had received each vaccine product among hospitalizations respectively were Pfizer BioNTech 55.3 and 53.6 effective Moderna 38.8 and 36.1 effective and Johnson & Johnson 6.0 and 10.3 effective effective wow. again or effective in cuz isn't part of the idea that if you have the vaccination that theoretically your symptoms are less. Yeah. That keeps you out of the hospital. That keeps you from getting worse. Well, but the efficacy of the vaccine being measured here is hospitalization. So it's how, like, if it's X percent effective, that means you're X percent less likely to go to the hospital if you've had it. Okay. So if it's 6 to 10 percent, that's, like, margin of error low. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're very effective, but I can't imagine they're that ineffective. That's placebo. Right. All right, that's going to do it. Going to wrap it up. Anybody else call in with your COVID? Nothing more exciting. We're done. We're done for the day. I think so. A minute past time anyway. Talk to you tomorrow with the family. Bye. Boom.